Hi folks, welcome to the Getting Your Edge podcast. My name is Dennis. And hi, I'm Judy Grattan. And we're here to help you right-size your home and your life. Hi-de-ho, good neighbors. Welcome back, listeners and viewers, to the exciting episode of Getting Your Edge, How to Right Size Your Home and Life podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Day, and I'm with the co-host, Judy Gratton. How are you today, Judy? I'm great, Dennis. Thank you for asking. It's another lovely day in the Pacific Northwest. If you don't live here, you probably should. We're going to have a high of... <laughs> And close to 90, and but it gets cool at night. I mean, it was 59, yes. and you can sleep if you don't have air conditioning, which I don't, and many of us in the Pacific Northwest don't. So uh, let's talk. Our, our episode is called Owning a Slice of Getaway Bliss, Exploring the Unique Residency Rules at Vacation Properties. Vacation Condos with usage restrictions. We'll explore the pros and cons of owning a limited stay property and how they fit with this concept of right-sizing your home and life. So let's kick things off. Why don't you describe what a limited-use vacation property is? Okay. Um, a lot of people are familiar with timeshares. They're similar to timeshares, and they're frequently referred to as condo tells, like think hotel condo blend. And so you, when you buy the unit, you actually get a deed as if you were buying the condo, which you would not get in a timeshare. However, in buying it, you are agreeing to the usage policy that allows you to, to stay in your unit for a certain period of time. And in some instances, it could be 35, 45 days a year. And in other instances, um, we actually have some listings of those in Long Beach, and um, they're pretty lenient at 21 days a month. That's sort of how they, they work. And then the rest of the time, they are in a rental pool. And normally, the money from that rental pool is used to maintain, to a degree, the facility and also to pay the staff and do things like that. So it is not like an investment property. Let's put it that way. So most of the time, you cannot Airbnb those units because they're in a rental pool that's supporting the maintenance and, and the employees of the facility. Yeah. And you can't live there full time. No, you can't. Most of them aren't zoned for that. So no, you can't live there full time. So this would be a situation where, um, and I, I actually sold one of the condos down in Long Beach to a couple who stay 21 days a month. And then they go camping for nine days or they go visit friends for nine days or they do something else for nine days and then they come back for 21 days. And so in that instance, in that particular condo, that's doable. Now, if you buy one that only has 45 days, this is really your place to get away, your vacation. And the 
the reason it makes sense is that they're very reasonably priced. Um, so they're under $100,000 for oceanfront, ocean view condominiums. They're normally one bedroom, maybe two bedroom, really not any bigger than that normally. Do you have, okay. do you have any that you can pull up? Chautauqua is in Long Beach, and that is the condominium development. It's actually called uh, Chautauqua Resort, and there is a hotel there. There's 60 hotel rooms and 60 condominiums, and that is where we have our listings. That is a sunset and a view of the ocean from that facility. And the only thing between you and the ocean are dunes. So it is an incredible view. Um just stunning and to be able to to own something like that for under a hundred thousand dollars that is unit 218 it's on the second floor and that particular unit has been completely remodeled and the asking price on that one is 64,950. they just did a five thousand dollar price drop so it's it's amazing they have indoor pools hot tubs sauna there's a lobby because you will let the lobby know when you want to stay in your unit and they reserve it for you. But when you don't have it reserved, they are renting it out to other people. So that is how that type of facility works. This one has a very liberal policy on how often you can stay the 21 days a month. Normally, they require that you sleep at least four people. All of the units at Chautauqua are one bedroom, two full bathroom units. And so this particular one has that Murphy bed that we just saw in the living room. That's the bedroom. It has its own uh, full bathroom. And then there's a full bathroom in the hallway. So two bathrooms in a, uh, you know, a yes. bedroom place is pretty nice. Yes. It is. It well, especially if you're sleeping for, it gives you the ability, and especially that back bedroom. It's kind of like a primary suite. You can close the door and um, and be you know have your own private facility back there, and allow everybody else to be up in the front of the house or the condo. Um, what about those really popular days? Say a Memorial Day, a Labor Day, a Fourth of July weekend. How, how so does the place manage that? Well, it depends on the bylaws and usage policies for the condominiums themselves and what they allocate. I know at Chautauqua, on the there are five big weekends a month, and it is Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day weekend. The International Kite Festival is a big deal in Long Beach, and there's that weekend, and then. There's also a big uh, event called Rod Run where uh, old vintage cars, hundreds of them come down there. The usage policy in that particular facility allows the owners to reserve one of those weekends. And the rest of the weekends are taken for um, for rentals because they can fill the place up with guests. And that's where the money comes from to, to pay everybody and and do a lot of the work. There are homeowner dues in in all of them, and it just kind of depends on on what where they are. But really, any more in any condominiums, homeowner dues are somewhere between five to seven hundred dollars a month, and that's true here too. Out of that, all of in this particular one, all of your utilities, including your internet and cable, are paid, and housekeeping that housekeeping. comes. Uh, so when you 
come to your unit, there are fresh sheets and towels and coffee and everything as if you were checking in. And when you leave, they clean it for you. So all of that is included in in the dues of around five eighty five a month. And all these face the ocean. Every single one of them has a view of the ocean or the dunes. The first floor units have a view of the dunes. They're not high enough to see the ocean above the dunes. But that's still pretty spectacular. There are deer that walk through there. It's an incredible. I know all this because I own one of those. (laughs) Okay, well, let's look at one from a, this is in Westport. I'm going to switch. This is at Westport. This is a place called the Chateau Westport. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know, Westport is a little north of Long Beach. It's kind of like the middle of the western Washington coast. And it is a resort town. It is. And it was developed as a resort town with an airport and mini golf and golf courses and things like that. And then so this is another Condo hotel or mm-hmm. limited use. I have, and I can't this. read the uh, information on this, so I can't tell what the price is or how many bedrooms this one has okay. or what the usage policy is. Can you see that? Okay, real quick. It looks like it or might not. be a little farther away from the ocean, but indoor pool. Indoor pool. That's kind of a must in the Northwest. <laughs> to have the indoor, pool otherwise, you're going to use it for two months. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Fitness room. This you get 45 days a year mm-hmm. and it was night it's listed for $19,900. It looks to me like that is a almost a hotel room. I didn't see a kitchen in there. So it's like this particular one at 19,000 you have ownership in a building that you can use 45 days at the beach, but it's it's more like a hotel room. And I do know that Chateau Westport does have other units that are larger sizes. I want to say I saw a one bedroom at like 45,000. Oh. Yeah, to compare the price, let's see what that is. And how big is that particular unit? 920 square feet, two bedroom, one bath. That's okay. That's pretty good size. You could live here full time. Two bedroom, uh, top floor. It only has 15 units, wood stove, and so on. And what's the price on that? I can't see it. I'm sorry. 290. Well, it was listed at 315, sold for 290. So, as you can see, to jump from 19,000 to have a place at the beach that you can spend 45 days a year to somewhere you can live. It's somewhere over 200,000 and probably, I mean, I've seen them up to a million, actually. I think you just ran a cross run. But that looks like a real similar setup to what we have in Long Beach. Yeah, it's a nice unit. Mm -hmm. Full kitchen. Washer dryer in the unit. That's Mm -hmm. nice. It's empty, so it's hard to tell. It was a two-bedroom, but it was only a one-bath. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that that's a nice floor plan. It's, you know, it's got an ocean view. But that that just gives you an idea of the difference between I want to live there full time and I'm gonna spend time there with my, you know, friends and family. And and it is that is the difference between the condo tell and a full-time living. And the and it is not an investment property. Everybody is looking for places they can turn into Airbnbs right now, and it doesn't it won't support 
the sustainability of the building if you do that in a place like that. The the condo tells generally won't let you do you can't live there and you can't do the Airbnb type uh, no. short term rentals and Not, then some yeah. of the condos that you buy mm-hmm. you're going to have to look at the rules because some will allow short term rentals and some will not. Correct. And and it's been my experience from looking. I had this brilliant idea that I was going to uh, buy an Airbnb in Virginia to be close to my grandchildren. And um, what I discovered was that most cities in Virginia, and it's this is happening more and more across the country, are restricting Airbnbs. There are some people who have them. And they're grandfathered in. And that was the case in Virginia. In many of the cities that I looked at, they would not allow the Airbnbs. So if that's something that you're looking to do, you better make sure that the city regulations allow you to do that. But in terms of of using this as part of your downsizing experience, it does give you the opportunity, especially the one in Long Beach, to spend quite a bit of time at the beach. and then do something else. I mean, you could still have a second home somewhere else. You, I'm not sure if, if you know, I know the condo tells we have them in Washington. I don't know if they have them in other places that, that I'm not sure of. The condo tell type short-term usage is going to be considerably less expensive. In terms of purchasing. And yeah. I will tell you this too, that because it is under a hundred thousand dollars a month, um, it, it it is most likely not going to be financeable. Now, what you could do is if you did own another home and you wanted to buy it, you could get what's called a home equity line of credit, most likely, that most of those start at a hundred thousand. And you could buy it off your home equity line of credit if you needed the if you didn't have the cash to okay. to do it. But you're not going to be able to go to a bank and get a loan because most investors and most lenders will not do a loan under $100,000. It's not worth it to them. Another option is the or advantage the low maintenance. I mean, you've got oh, yeah. the kind of the HOA fees are taking care of all, all the maintenance and upkeep and so forth. Mm-hmm. And in the case of the Long Beach, you've got housekeeping so you show up you enjoy, you leave. You leave. So nice. Yeah. Whereas if you purchase the condo outright, that's, you know, that maintenance of at least of your unit. At is, least of the interior. Most condos, yeah. you know, the exterior of the building is the responsibility of the homeowners association um, completely. And so they have to hire the people to mow the lawns and and clean up and do that sort of thing. And if there was anybody needed to be checking people in and out, that then becomes the responsibility of the homeowners association. And so that just keeps adding to the costs. Another advantage of these type of units is that they're in lovely places. It may be the mountains, the ocean, desirable places. Right. What about the cons? What's what's the downside of a limited use condo. Well, condo you you condo. don't get to stay there full time. Right. And because if you're not diligent about making sure that you have the reservations for the dates that you want, you could have a situation where the entire place is rented out and they're not going to cancel someone's reservation for you to come and stay in your unit. You basically are not going to be able to go. And so what's recommended is that at 
at the first of the year, or if they allow you to do it, you know, sometimes they won't allow you to do it the year before, but at the first of the year, I know at Chautauqua is when they'll start taking reservations for that year. You want to look at the calendar and see what, when do I want to go? Um, now, people who stay there 21 days a month, they're really diligent to make sure that that they allow the management company to know when they're going to be there because they're that one couple, that, that is their home. And then they go camping because that's what they want to do with their retirement. But so they're really diligent about about that sort of a, of a thing. That's the big con is that you can't live there and you can't Airbnb it. So I would say, really, there's no washer and dryer in the unit of this type of condo tell of the one in Westport that was a one bedroom that that there's no washer and dryer in the unit. I don't know about the one in Westport. I know that Chautauqua does have a laundry facility with the washer and dryer. I think it's on the first floor and anyone can use it, but it's only one washer and dryer. Well, another downside is the HOA fees, but you're going to have that with whether you buy a long term uh, mm-hmm. unit that you own outright that you can live in. You're going to have HOA fees. And Absolutely. As well, so whether you live in a condo in in Seattle or Portland or Ocean Shores, doesn't matter. You're going to have HOA fees because the owners are staying in their units and taking it out of the rental pool for a period of time. That period of time, no money is really being made to support the maintenance and of that building, and and so the homeowner association dues in addition to your utilities and housekeeping uh all homeowner associations build reserves that they put money into for emergency situations and so part of it goes towards that there's property taxes if you know if there are major repairs of the condo building itself that is normally the responsibility of the homeowners association so that's also part of those dues and because the building is it's not making money when you're in it and so that's why we have hoa dues a person who's interested in the short-term usage should really be diligent about the rules Absolutely. and the fees and all the costs included right? correct in the in the state of washington in any condominium the buyer has the right to res- they receive from the HOA if it's a used condominium it's referred to as a resale certificate and it talks about the health of the HOA itself and of the building and it tells you um, how much money is in the reserves and it tells you you know if there's outstanding debt lawsuits things like that and they also have a reserve study and the reserve study, the the resale certificate, the budget for the last two years, and the HOA meeting minutes for the last two years, along with the bylaws and the declaration and usage policy, all of that goes to the buyer. And the buyer has a period of time that's agreed upon in the contract to review that. And if they don't like what they see, they can terminate the contract and get their earnest money back based on reviewing those documents. So that is a protection for the buyer on any condominium in the state of Washington. I really think these short-term condo tells add a, a, a great deal of value to 
somebody who was thinking about downsizing in that one, they're less expensive. Two, you can kind of go and learn about this community, whether it's really the right fit for you. Yes, you can. You can go and stay there as a, you know, as a guest and see if you like it. And and if you do, then if they have units available, and that would be wherever they have this type of facility, then you could, again, they're inexpensive. We had Picasso on here where they're more of your luxury um, homes in in unique locations, you know, like the beach, the desert, whatever, uh, with great views. And the remember, the idea behind that one was that you owned a portion of the home. And so, again, you only got to stay in the home for a certain period of time based on how many owners there were of that home. But those homes were a lot more expensive. So you, you there, there are options out there, a lot of options for people to consider in all price points, which I don't think people realize. So if somebody wants to have a vacation place that they like, this is really ideal, but they don't want to you know, move out of the, the house and completely uproot their life and, and live at a vacation site. This is mm-hmm. a nice balance there between having a really cool place in a beautiful spot, but keeping your roots in your home keeping or your, your community roots. that yeah. you already have. Yeah, you might want to move out of your home if it's too big and move into, but you love your community and you don't want to leave it or you have friends and family that you want to be close to, that sort of thing. So you find something smaller in that area. And then this allows you to have the luxury of going to whatever your favorite uh, resort type situation is and spending time there as well. Anything else you want to add? I think that's about it. Yeah. Just something else to consider to right size your life. So if somebody was interested in the condos at Chautauqua, Long Beach, Washington, what mm-hmm. should they do? Well, they can definitely contact us. I'll allow you to speak to how to contact us on our website. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or their realtor. They can find them also for them. Yeah. They just ask a realtor to to start looking up Long Beach properties. Um, when you contact a realtor, if you say condo tell, many of them might not know what you're talking about, if, especially if they don't work full time down in uh, ocean property or, you know, that type of property. And so tell them that you're looking for something at least here under 100000 Now, if they have them in Hawaii, I have no idea how much they are. So it just kind of depends on where they're located. But here, if you're looking under 100000 for a condo with an ocean view, you'll find them. And you can ask your realtor to look that up. But if you want to talk to us, please feel free to contact us at our website or you can reach out to us on the phone. Uh, the My phone number is 206-276-3289. You definitely can reach out to Dennis as well. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do is if you are interested in seeing a short, less than a minute video of Long Beach and Chautauqua, email me at Dennis Day, R-E, as in Dennis Day Real Estate, at Outlook.com. We'll put all this information in the transcripts, and I will send you personally a 56-second video that gives you a real brief look at what a great place 
Long Beach is, and uh, a fun community with so much to do. I'll send that directly to your email box. I think that's it, Judy. Thank you again, Dennis. Yes. I hope folks found this information valuable that going to a condo tell type short limited use facility is a good alternative to spending the big bucks for a condo full time. It has mm-hmm. its pros and cons. I thank you for watching or listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. This is episode 21. Yes. If our episodes were people, they would be allowed to to go out and <laughs> serve alcohol. Right. And oh, that's dangerous. We're proud of that. This has been Getting Your Edge, How to Right Size Your Home and Life podcast with Dennis Day and Judy Gratton. And you can find us at edgegrouprealestateservices.com. And you can email us at answers at edgegrouprealestateservices.com. Thanks for watching and listening. I hope this has been valuable. Have a great summer. Thanks so much. Bye. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. Goodbye.